Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. That sounds good to say. Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Canadian Miss Nikki Sin. Hello, hello, hello. I haven't done that in so long. And the handsome Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? It feels like a script, but it's my natural. <laughs> yeah. Man, we are here to talk about the Challenge All-Star Season 3. We haven't had a lot of Challenge content coming our way, and now we're about to get a bunch and we are getting one of the best casts I think the challenge has ever had in this All-Star season. I mean, so far the All-Star seasons have been, they've just been amazing. They've been a breath of fresh air. We get good competition, good personalities, good music. How are you guys feeling about it? <laughs> I'm excited. I, I was expecting to do the spies, lies, allies with my head, but no, we're, we're past that. We're on All-Stars 3, and I'm pumped. This cast is amazing. I'm so excited about this because, like, when I first watched like the first season, I wasn't sure what to expect. I was like, "Am I really gonna? Am I gonna like this?" But I like it so much more than the main. <laughs> like, and this cast is nuts. I think genuinely we might have the strongest male cast ever. I do think the female cast—it's not necessarily dominant, but it's pretty good across the board. Like, there's no like A-tier competitor, but there's like a lot of people who are like B to B plus players, and it's just consistent across the board. Uh, in this video, we're going to break down the entire cast, and we're going to go female to male. Uh, we're going to do it in order. Uh, we, what I did was I'd asked Nick and Luke, uh, Nikki and Luke to rank who their favorite cast, who they're most excited to see from most to least. I did it myself, and we took an average. And so we're going to go through this cast list from who we're most excited to see to who we're least excited to see. And this doesn't mean we don't like a certain person. Because there are certain competitors we've seen three seasons in a row for now All-Stars. Like, I am a massive Kendall fan. I, I, I love her as a human being. I've seen Kendall compete three seasons in a row now. I'm not as excited to see her as someone who I haven't seen in 15 or 20 years. You know, you put a new toy in front of me, that's where my eyes are going to go. Just call Kendall a toy. No. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No. Part of the family at this point. True. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I missed this. We're, we're off to a hot start here, people. Uh, so we're going to go through the female. Actually, before we do that, I'm just going to name off the whole cast for people who just don't even know who the cast is. So you can figure it out. Because there's some certain people who are like, oh, hey, there's an all-star season. Here's the cast. Naya Moore, Johnny Mannion, Jemmy Carroll, Veronica Portillo, Sylvia Elsrode, Tina Barta, Kayla Casillas-Bird, Kellyanne Judd, Kendall Shepard, Cynthia Roberts, Roni Martin, Melinda Collins, Darrell Taylor, Yes Duffy, Wes Bergman, Brad Fiorenza, Nehemiah Clark, Idris Virgo, that's not right, Mark Long, Jordan Wisely, Tyler Duckworth, Cyrus Yarbrough, MJ Garrett, Derek Kozinski, and Latarian Wallace. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. That was the most unnecessary story of all time. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But let's let's get into this female cast. And so the the funniest thing is all of our rankings on everyone was basically different, except for one person. We all had the same female competitor as the person we're most excited to see. And that is Miss Naya Moore from the real world Portland. She competed on two seasons, Free Agents and Exes 2, we haven't seen her since her DQ on Nexus 2, uh, where she crossed the line with Jordan, and then she was apparently banned from the challenge. Uh, 
but she's not banned from All-Stars, apparently. And Naya is back. Hurricane Naya. I'm excited for her to have some sort of redemption because, you know, she did something that wasn't great, obviously. But we've had lots of challengers do things that aren't great and, like, they're back on the next season. So I'm excited to see her as a more grown-up individual, um, someone who seems to still be in stellar shape. And someone who's going to bring some drama because she might still be elevated in just who she is as a person, but she's still got that fiery, just like passion about her. I always thought she was like a good competitor, like on the two seasons that she did, aside from drinking Zach's sweat for like, I don't know, eight bucks or whatever it was. <laughs> but I, 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 I joke that she did it for like 80 American dollars. She did it for less. She actually did it for like 60 American dollars. I was like, I was like, no, it couldn't have been that. I went to go like fact check it, and yeah, so she drinks sweat for sixty American dollars. Imagine what she'll do for a million. Uh, Imagine what she do for Canadian money. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention she's a good competitor. She is online because she played D1 collegiate volleyball. College athlete. They list her online as six foot two. I think she's probably closer to just to six foot flat. But oh my God, you have a six foot tall woman who's a real athlete on the challenge. She runs well. She has a good memorization skills. Remember, she did a little bit of, you know, she knows how to talk her way out of certain things. She is highly intelligent. She is a massive threat in this game. The problem is she gets herself into drama and chaos. If she just stayed quiet, nobody wants to face a six-foot-tall woman in elimination. But that's not Naya, though. That's that's why she's Hurricane Naya for a reason. And Good Lord, I did not ever imagine seeing her on a challenge again. Same, but I'm so dreamed. excited. I I really want to see how she's going to interact with this cast. Because you haven't really seen her. Like I've only ever really seen her interact with a few of the like all-star type. And more of like the, the, the newer crop of contestants. So we know that like on X's 2, she was in the same room with Wes and... She was really cool with her that side of the house, even though she was partnered with Leroy and the banana side. She was actually cool with Avery, West, uh, those type of people. Um, there's also the Jordan uh, element where since their season, since X's 2, they've actually become really good friends. They are they, they kind of seem, I don't know, maybe a little physical in like mm. in a, a, a mutual reciprocity. They're trying to hook up. I, I can't say that word. <laughs> Reciprocity. It's, you know, they're going to... Okay, way to flex on me, Luke. <laughs> um, the two but, writers, neither of us said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I want to see them hook up personally because that would just be the craziest reality TV storyline ever. And I do think the most interesting thing about Naya is that she either has the opportunity to show that she's growing as a person or we as people are going to watch her like a ticking time bomb mm. because like either she's grown up or we're waiting for the moment that she blows up and becomes Hurricane Naya again, which kind of seems like it's playing on the human element a bit. That sounds a bit messed up, but that's reality TV. And I'm, I'm going to be engaged. I'm going to be watching the entire time. It's like those uh, gifts where you're just waiting for something to explode. Should we go on Hurricane Watch? Ooh. Like a little start, like going back <laughs> level one. Level, yeah. <laughs> Just have a little thing like, on the side yeah. all, all season. Like, what, what, what hurricane watch are we on? I feel yes. like her and Kayla are not going to get along. Oof. I just. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I feel the same. So there you have it. 
I haven't I have no clue. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna open I'm not I'm not emotionally ready to open that door, but that actually transitioned to us. Uh the person we have second ranked second as the person we're most excited to see. So Nikki ranked this person seventh, Luke fourth, and myself second. As Miss Kayla Casillas, recently married. Uh and uh this is the first time we're seeing Kayla on the challenge since uh Total Madness, where she broke up with her boyfriend, had a entanglement with someone has gotten married and she's someone that a lot of people are very upset is on the season because Kayla is only like 28 29 years old which is you know not really an OG I mean she's still definitely more of a younger player (laughs) yeah people were so mad but I was so happy um do I think she's OG no but people got so hung up from Mark Long saying this is the OG challenge and at its base, yeah, it kind of is, but it's all-stars. Kayla, as an all-star, I don't know. Like, it depends how you d- d- like define all-star, but she has lots of memorable moments, and, like, you can't take that from her. I'm so excited to see her. Before any, like, Kayla stands get at me about what placement I gave her, my rationale here is that I'm blaming it all on Sam, her husband. Here's why. You'll notice a lot of the, like, UK competitors have a very specific, like, more aesthetic physical routine like they're more in for the workouts to you know get paid as a fitness expert or like a fitness instructor or just like have their own like athletic leisure line or something like that like look at joss joss is a great competitor but you know it's it seems like a lot more for instagram or to just be like a fitness influencer so i feel like her work i because i i follow her i follow kayla on instagram and i've seen her be like oh going to the, the gym with sam that was that was my rationale there. Also, she, she got whooped like her rookie season. So, as a competitor, Kayla has a good elimination record. I do think she has very good political game as well in terms of she's willing to make big moves and high leverage plays like that purging of Cara Maria that she got in trouble for or like got in hot water for in Dirty Thirty. That's a game winning move. She was also willing to be one of the votes that put in bananas on Vendetta. She is really good at playing the game that way. Social game, though, Kayla is always in the minority somehow. She gets voted into elimination a lot. I don't know how she'll blend in. I mean, people will look at her going into this game as, like, the youngest girl in the house. And it's like, all right, well, let's go for that person because they look the most, like, lively and spry. I agree. However, I like, when thinking about this cast, I think it's going to be so different because Jimmy is obviously Kayla's friend. And Jimmy meshes so well with these old school OG people. Like, they just love her. That's my daughter. Like, we'll do anything for her. She's a good mediator. And then Kayla and Wes have been, like, really good friends the past several years. And Wes is in the game. He is a great social player. And, like, I feel like she's going to have a little bit of a shield this go around where she's not just, like, in the Holy Trinity or having sex with Corey and peeing the bed. And that's not me like trying to hate on her. I'm just saying like she had those things working against her. She's a married woman now. I'm not sure if she was when this filmed. I don't guess so. But still, she was in a committed relationship. She's put all that craziness behind her. And she's not with a bunch of like young people. She's with some older people. Her mind's probably in the game. She doesn't seem like she likes the challenge. So I feel like she's here to win. With And with Wes comes Sylvia. Oh, true. True, true. And she's close with Sylvia from Vendettas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in that Dolphin Alliance or whatever okay. it is. Uh, she's close with Jemmy. And, you know, she's done Challenge Mania with Derek and stuff like that. And her and Jordan actually had a really good relationship. They were teasing at them on Dirty 30 uh, before Jordan 
you know, really got solid with Tori. Um, that could be interesting. I mean, Jordan is someone. I mean, Jordan is someone who likes strong players, and I think he thinks Kayla's a strong player at least. So that could, I mean, that could help her. I mean, it. What this game sometimes comes down to is, do they want to run a final with you? And Kayla looks like someone people want to run a final with. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a good player. She's a pretty good player, and I'm excited to see her because, I mean, Kayla's not boring most of the time. I mean, she, she always fair. mixes it up. I am ex- it's, I'm excited to see her compete as a woman in a more serious, like, adult-committed relationship. Not to, like, you know, say anything about her and Mikey, but, you know, they had a lot of, like, Twitter drama. Like, her and Melissa got into it about her and Mikey, and that's a whole thing. And to me, that just feels like a very, like, early 20s relationship. It's just, like, how I was so excited to see Nani and Casey be, like, together and so Nani could be focused. Yeah, I do okay. like her in the Birdman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bear did something good because she went from the bear to a bird. So. <laughs> I'm just imagine. I, I'm sorry, Mikey P was so lame. I could just imagine him like on like Kayla's wedding day. It's like I was your Magic Johnson, he was your Larry Bird, and so I could just imagine him doing like a lame a lame rap like that. <laughs> you mean you? You don't have to imagine it. <laughs> Every rap he's done is lame. Just Google. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, three, our our third female, we are uh, the female we're third most excited to see is Miss Veronica Portillo from Road Rules Semester at Sea, three time challenge champion. She's done eleven seasons, four time finalist, uh, one of the original queens of the challenge. Like Veronica did seven of eight seasons back in the day when that was unheard of. For like a long time, Veronica was like the biggest staple of the challenge. I mean, without her, I don't know if the show exists today because she was such a big character. Uh, Nikki had her ranked fourth. Luke had her ranked second. I had her ranked eighth, who we were most excited to see. I I, I was surprised I put her eight as well. I'm going to be honest now that I'm reading this back. I'm surprised I put her second, actually, now that you just said that. But but you saying your intro for her makes sense. Veronica, when I saw the cast list, it seemed like Veronica was on the past two seasons of All-Stars and she wasn't. So I had to really just reconsider in my head what was going on. But even her last two showings on the main show, I'm not going to say they were great, but they were interesting. And, like, she at her core is a mean girl. And I don't think that means she's a bad person, but she just has that personality of, like, I'm not going to mess around with stupid stuff. And I do think she has it in her to be a good competitor with this grouping of people as far as the women's side goes. And like Alan said, like, the challenge is kind of built off, you know, the early seasons, Veronica. So I'm pumped to see her. Yeah, I'm like hyped to see her give her like her opinion on on this cast. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow, I just I Julia Fox. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Uncut well, jobs. Uncut jobs. <laughs> All stars. <laughs> the challenge. Okay. Um. I yeah I'm excited to see like her reads on different people because I get really excited when I see Jemmy just like clocking people left and right and so I'm I'm excited to see especially with how long it's been since we've got to have her on our screens wasn't it like wasn't like CT her last partner yeah a few years ago yeah that that wasn't good for either of them I have Veronica ranked eighth and here's the thing I think Veronica is an amazing competitor. I think she has, like, I think she's so important to the show. And when you think of, like, 
she's the person you want on an all-star season. She's the return you want because she is a mega star of this franchise. Uh, my problem is the last few times I've seen her on the show, I thought she was just coming to pick up a paycheck. Like, I don't think she enjoyed being there. And part of that was the cast she was with. But I don't know if she still wants to really compete like that anymore. She has that in her. I mean, no disrespect because it's a good appearance check. Just pick it up. You deserve it. You deserve that money. But I don't know if that OG Veronica is still there. Um, I do like that she's going to be back with Tina, one of her original Mean Girls from back in the day. Uh, She does have Jemmy, who she's extremely close with. And I think that, like, on Dirty 30, you saw, like, in short bursts that Veronica is really willing to play the political game, strategic game, if she gets in power. The problem is you got to win those challenges to be in power. And since you just mentioned Tina and Jimmy again, I'm going to intersect for a second or interject. We know, or maybe I'm being biased here, but I know that what makes the challenge for me are the female competitors, pretty much. Like, they, like, dominate the season. You're like, okay, like, cool. The men are interesting, whatever, but you just listed several women, not to mention, like, even Kayla and Naya, who – like they give good confessionals. It's not going to be dry where like, you know, if two people go, like there's the chance that we have horrible confessionals. There are like five, six, seven women who are funny and interesting and catty. So she's just perfect for that. Yeah. And they're not going to be like corny, like any big brother confessional. <laughs> Which, Let's like, go. They're like one step away from like a, like a radio show soundboard. Like, <laughs> You know what, though? I do. I do have some have some information. They're bringing on Casey Clark just to explain the rules of the daily challenge so she could fill her role just like she does on the main seasons. No confessionals other than that, just to explain the rules of the daily challenge. So no difference. (laughs) Okay, going from Ikea furniture to Ikea audio equipment. Yeah. (laughs) I, but yeah, I'm super pumped to see Veronica. I do have this worry, though, that, like, the challenge itself has kind of changed a bit over the years. Where, like, she was a really good competitor back in the day. But it's become so athletic, and Veronica's only five foot tall. And it's just, people see her as someone they could just, like, run over in a physical elimination. And that's not something she had to deal with back in the day, because she could just socially maneuver her way. But nowadays, it's perceived level of strength. And I'm, I'm kind of afraid for her on that, on that like, when it comes to that. But money might be more of a motivator this time because, like, now she's not competing for, like, a bongo jeans gift set and, like, a T-Mobile sidekick, you know? like. Yeah, I just I'm, – I'm worried because the males play a big, like, part on the, on the female game. And if they see Veronica is weak, I just – I don't want that to happen, but it's part of the game. Uh, the person we're fourth most excited to see – I'm going to call her a two-time champion. Uh, we have Miss John A. Mannion, uh, winner of Challenge All-Star Season 2, first place finisher of Challenge All-Star Season 1. Uh, Nikki had her ranked second. Luke had her ranked sixth. I had her ranked seventh. So really, just none of us ranked her low. Uh, but I love John A. She's one of my favorite competitors ever. She just has a likable quality to her, and she's really just – showing a confidence in these newer seasons, these all-star seasons that we didn't see back in the day. It's a new person. It's a great competitor. It's a great person. I love it. Yeah, and she's ranked, I don't think six is low, but she's ranked that low for me simply because, you know, she won last season and she was the top female competitor on season one. I'm excited to see her come back. Like, has it been a fluke? Is she a great competitor? Like, what is it? I don't think it's a fluke. 
But also, I like shows where the winner is not always the same person. So I'm hoping she doesn't like pull a three-peat, which I feel like would be impossible. But I'm always excited to see her because I feel like, you know, when she first started on on MTV, when she was on uh, Real World Cancun, she's always had these these storylines that I find to be like really raw and like relatable rather than just like people whose storylines are like, I have a Twitter beef with this person, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I had to fake a breakup for us weekly, like crap like that. I like, you know, she went through an entire season where she was like homeless. She had like, she dated Zach. I, you know what? I'm not going to judge her on that choice. Just going to. Yes, you are. (laughs) I'm just going to be disappointed. (laughs) I'm not going to vocally judge her, but I just find her to be like a really relatable contestant on the show. And it's nice to see like real people on on the challenge again because that's that's where it started. I really don't have much to add. I mean, Johnny's just awesome. I just I like her whenever she's on my TV screen. Uh, as a competitor, her biggest strength is that she has no major weaknesses. She's really willing to do heights competition. She's can run. She can swim. She can do everything. She's never going to come in last place in a daily challenge. And that's like the big thing where this, these seasons have often had the last place finisher go into elimination. Um, Johnny is never in that situation. And so she could use her social game to get herself far. Um, and in a final itself, like having that critical weakness is what brings you down. I will say, I think we have to, we have to talk about it. Her final performance last season actually wasn't that stellar. She pulled it out in the end, but the overall final a little weird. Yeah, and and I honestly think this season will kind of be the same, not with her not having the stellar performance, but I think she'll make it to the end because people still underestimate her, and well, I don't I don't get it necessarily. But even I, even weeks before the final, people were like, you know, we've got to get rid of Janelle, we've got to get rid of um, Jody. It was never like we got to get rid of John A. Like she was just out of the question, and she how- won. How how back to back in terms of like time frame was filming of seasons one and two? I know Alan will know this. I don't. I actually don't. But she Alan's got like, in much better shape, and she's in much better shape now. Okay. So that's like that's been very impressive. She looks gorgeous. My God. Mm-hmm. John A. Slay all day, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I love her. Bro. Keeping that audio clip for my own personal life. <laughs> uh, so the next per, next two people, we actually have a tie for fifth. And the way I did it was that if two of us had the person ranked lower, that person came in fifth, the other person came in sixth. person we're fifth most excited to see, Sylvia Elsrode from Real World Skeletons, Chicago 2 or 3 or whatever that was. Nikki had her ranked fifth. Luke had her ranked eighth. I had her ranked sixth. So across the board, we're all pretty excited to see Sylvia. None of us had her at the top, but we all want to see her on this next season. Uh, she is a career five and one in eliminations and was like 15 seconds away from winning the final reckoning final might have won it but that wasn't maybe the best television moment and we got a great tv moment out of it uh the last time we saw her compete she put up a hell of a season with joss and they were the only team that was in the house the entire game never hit redemption went to the final came in second sylvia is just one of the most underrated players ever and it's, it's exciting to see her on this season Underrated is a good good word because I put her eighth. Uh, I love Sylvia. I'm excited to see her, but like she's not the name that stands out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she has all these accolades, as Alan just mentioned. But 
I don't know. I feel like people were more upset about Kayla being on the cast than Sylvia. And I think Kayla has a bigger name. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how Sylvia does because one thing about Sylvia, I think she's mature. Take out some headbutts, take out some comments, whatever. I think Sylvia is mature. And I think she's another competitor that people just underestimate because she doesn't have like one particular body type, which by the way, does not equate to greatness. And I, I really am hoping that she's going to just kind of like fly under the radar, make some good connections with some of the older people, her, her people like Kayla, maybe like getting good with Jimmy and that we're going to see a good performance from her. Yeah. Sylvia is another one of those competitors that has, you know, taken a break from the challenge to pursue you know, other life goals. She's become a real estate agent and quite successful one at that. And I think it's going to be kind of cool to see how that plays into her her gameplay on All-Stars. Just she, why is a, she is a person who's accepted calls into recent seasons, like 33, 37, and then they just drop her last minute or make her an alternate, which is, I mean, it stinks. Because, like, Sylvia has a lot to bring to the show. Um, I've always said, that Syl- like, I don't mean this as, like, a burn, but, like, Sylvia is kind of, like, the Ringo star of the lavender ladies. Uh, look, it's like, it's difficult because like you're part of a group where it's like, you know, Shane, Amanda and Ashley are all such gigantic characters that like, dude, Ringo's really good at drumming. Like, it's just like, he's part of one of the greatest bands ever. Like they're, they're an all time alliance, but it, it sucks when you're Ringo sometimes. Cause like people, I mean, Sylvia gets all the lavender lady hate that like the lavender ladies get, and she doesn't get the praise that Amanda and Ashley do. And I say that as like, I'm one of the biggest Amanda fans. Luke is one of the biggest Ashley fans. Nikki's a lot, of, a little bit of both. <laughs> 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 I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> but Sylvia is awesome, and she gets to compete without them for, like, really the first time ever, because even Vendetta she did with, with Shane, uh, she gets to be her own person, and I think what Luke said, like, her body type isn't the normal, like, body type that we think is fit, or, like, whatever, but she has really good shoulders that are good for headbanger eliminations, because we saw her get physical with Melinda on Vendetta's, Melissa, not Melinda. Melissa, yeah. Oh my gosh. Different blood. Uh, uh and that's like one of my favorite eliminations ever like sylvia is someone you don't want to see an elimination like she just has a lot of heart a lot of grind like i like sylvia does your does your enjoyment of that have to do at all with the fact that it's basically just oil wrestling oh you know oh i forgot you know a good 48 (laughs) percent i think that sylvia um when we say that sylvia doesn't have the like type of like you know generic like fit body it's more like she doesn't have the body type that the media tells us is is fit or healthy right because sylvia's fit yeah yeah she's fit and she's got grit oh that's what's gonna take her yeah it's part of why she got targeted though early in a couple of her like first seasons where people thought she was weak um because she didn't have that body type but uh, she'll be she'll prove real fast like going into this season uh, like why she's a good competitor. She's also gotten more fit since she stopped doing the challenge. And similar to Je- John John A, she doesn't really have any weaknesses. And let's not leave out. She's incredibly close with Wes and Nehemiah. Yep. The Kansas City connection. Yeah. Ooh, love it. KCC. Casey Clark. Oh, no, not that. Oh. Nope. We're, <laughs> we're 
talking way too much about Casey Clark. If you say that, Josh shows up like Beetlejuice, so stop. We got to stop talking about these people who stink on this show that we actually let. True, true, true. I'll say we actually like like Casey. mm. Oh, brother. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got in six, we have Tina Barda. Six most excited to see. Nikki has her sixth. Luke had her third. I had her tenth. I have to say, Tina stole the show the first few episodes of All Stars 2. Then she quits the show, stating that she didn't like the person she was becoming. It looked like her challenge legacy was over. And now she's back for another season. Love to see it. (laughs) I looked shocked when you said that she was third on my list because I guess I forgot I put her there. I'm bummed that she quit last season. Uh, I think she felt like she was going to lose the elimination and probably was, but I thought it was lame. So hopefully this season she comes back with a better head on her shoulders and with Veronica there, I hope she gets catty. Like she, she was so much like, I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. And I think that's great. I love seeing like personal growth, but like be that girl a little bit. I also love seeing good TV. (laughs) Yeah. Just for nostalgia. Yeah. I'm excited to see like, her, Veronica, and Jemmy just sit there with, like, glasses of wine and look like the old men from the Muppets just mocking people. Stadler and Waldorf? Yeah. I love those guys. I I love Tina, man. Those first few episodes, like, when everyone was talking about, like, how good the show is, I'm like, yeah, but let's talk about how good Tina is. Because I felt like she was just carrying the entertainment on her back. Like, Tina, she's fearless and loud at the same time, where she will yell and complain, and she'll just go through it with like ease but she's, she's gonna let you know she's terrified in the moment but she just goes through it fearlessly it's she makes noise wherever she is uh she's one of the best to never win the challenge but i don't think she has a shot at winning it. i think that's why her i ranked her low because she just doesn't like cardio uh she didn't back in the day um and the show has become like a lot more physical since so i think in daily challenges and politics she's a threat but in the end i don't think she's much of a threat yeah, I would agree, but she's going to be entertaining, so I'll yeah, laugh at it. In the end, I want to be entertained. I I would really like if she just quits the same way again. That would that would actually kind of be the funniest thing. I'll be, if she just makes that her shtick every season, she just, like, sits in the Elimination Arena, just, like, dirt sand, like, angels, like, that would be incredible, because you know MTV's going to... You know, like, MTV's going to bring her back again because she's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you have people who are just thirsty for the call. Tina just can just pull up whenever. <laughs> oh, they're they're dehydrated for a call. I see them on Twitter. <laughs> just who do they think that they're? You know what? I'm not even gonna. Tina's bathing in calls. They're thirsty for a drop, bro. <laughs> Next up, we had another tie. Uh, but the person we're seventh most excited to see. Cynthia Roberts from the real world Miami. Nikki had her 10th. Luke had her 7th. I had her 3rd. And part of why I had her ranked that high is I've done, I think, a bit more research. And I was just going through literally like the Twitter history of Cynthia, real world Miami. And there's just such a large community of people who aren't even challenge fans, like to this day, who think Cynthia is like maybe the greatest like real world character of all time. She is hilarious. She's a like she's smart and she has a big personality. And as we've seen with Ayana on All Stars Two uh, and J- uh, Hisela on All Stars One, it's the person you don't really expect sometimes who will just come in 
and become a big character immediately. And I think Cynthia has that potential. That's exactly why I ranked her where I did, because I don't know her. Uh, and usually that would make me put them at the bottom of the list. But like I saw people's interactions on Twitter when she was announced. So, you know, I don't have anything to say, but I'm excited for someone new. That's not new, but new. New to like this fandom. I yeah. Um, I just put her low down because I didn't know enough about her to be clapping off opinions. She had a like a three year old son when she was on the show like 20 years ago. So now she has like a grown son. So they could do a, a whole. I don't know. We're getting close to like challenge parents plus kids. That could be a thing down the line. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, let's, I was just let's go Queen Vienna. I I was just staggered when like looking her. I mean, like people really do love Cynthia, and I I was just like really amazed when like looking at all the interactions because like I I got into the challenge you know, mid 2010s, like late 2010s. Um, and I didn't, I've gone back and watched a lot of old real worlds, but I haven't gone back that far. And she's just one of those characters that people really do love and care about. And it's beautiful to see. It's nice to see the challenge fandom not being so negative about everything, you know? Yes. I do think it uh, it is kind of bad how like, not bad, but like this cast is a bit younger as a whole when you have people like Naya and Kayla. I mean, I love to see those people. We rank them all highly, but I feel bad for Cynthia because she doesn't have as many of the OGs, like the Katie's and stuff like that, who she could really like talk to and blend to that are closer to her generation. Uh, could be a gap there. Could see a separation. I don't know. I, I don't want her targeted because she's like the older woman on the show. That's like, that's my fear. Um, but I'm excited but- to see her. But the men are, are older, right? Well, there's, there's, I mean, there's one, there's like two extremely, not, nah, I'm not gonna say extremely, but there's like two older men, I would say, like, like, cause Cynthia's like, I think close to 50 now. Um, on the men's side, you have like Mark and Cyrus, who are, Ancient. I think, I mean, Mark's in his 50s, and I think Cyrus is like close to 50. I think he just had his 50th birthday. But, like, I most mean, of the men are, like, late 30s, early 40s, and then you have the women who are in their 30s, mostly. Um, I don't feel hopeful for Cynthia, though, just because I feel like the people that go on this show are pretty well-known within the challenge community, and the people on the show also know who is well-known. And to them, Cynthia is not going to hold that much weight. So she'd be an easy person to burn a vote on because you're not going to have 16,000 people on Twitter messaging you or tweeting at you saying, how dare you put in my favorite? I could be wrong. They could come out of the woodworks, but I'm a little nervous for. Kind of love when they do that, though. Because <laughs> I'm like, right in was, there. I'm like, this was filmed like eight months ago. Like they don't even remember putting this person in. Right. They're best friends now. Yeah. All right. Next up at eighth, we have Roni Martin. I think from Road Rules Northern Trail. Uh, she she came on Nikki's list at eleventh. She came on Luke's list at fifth, and mine at fourth. Uh, Roni is a two-time challenge champion. She won both her seasons she appeared on. She was a dancer back in the day. She still looks like she's in phenomenal shape. She was into photography back in the day. I mean, just the fact that we have someone who was, like, undefeated in challenge history, like, back on the show, kind of cool. Exactly why I put her at fifth, because I don't know much about her. I obviously have not watched her seasons, but two-time champ, love that. Somebody I don't know. Love that. Fifth place it is. 
Yeah, mine was just the same reasoning for Cynthia. I just yeah. Which didn't is fair do my because... homework for the assignment. <laughs> I understood it, but I didn't do it. Well, I like it though because the average person's not going to do their homework. They're going to turn on Paramount Plus and be like, "Do I remember her?" No, and then be like, "Ah." Eh. So I get it. I probably would have too had I not seen like the tweets and you know boredom struck and I looked this stuff up. I am a little on just on the note of Cynthia and her age. I am, I am upset that she's like one of the older ones because, you know, it took me a while to like get my mom really into the challenge, and then I got her into All Stars, and she was like, "This is great! I just get to watch a bunch of fellow old people tripping over stuff." And I was like, "Okay, we do that here, but all right." <laughs> so I, but it's like bringing and it's like my mom is like telling her friends to start watching like to watch All Stars, and it's bringing in this like older reality tv community so sorry mom i just called you old no that's i mean that's a good thing though because like i was talking about it with luke the other day like mtv is like a really dying network and that it doesn't appeal to young people who are like under the age of 22 and it doesn't appeal to people who are older anymore so it's like you only have like a 15 year age like niche to really appeal to nowadays and it just I don't know how you're going to get more viewers that way. I just, I really don't. Um, so something like an all-stars like that and putting it on Paramount where it's even more accessible, it's a good thing. And you can see why they're putting so much into it. For some uh, of you. Accessible for some of oh, you. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, I didn't mean I didn't mean to be mean to a Canadian. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> no, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Next up at ninth, we have uh, Miss Jemmy Carroll. Nikki ranked her third, Luke ranked her ninth, and I ranked her twelfth. Uh, I was shocked to rank her twelfth, honestly, because I am actually, I think Jemmy has a really good shot coming into this game. Uh, from the real world, New Orleans, she did about seven main seasons. She did All Star season one, made it to the final, was the fourth place female in that season, and she was really in the best shape she's ever been on in a challenge. She was killing the challenges physically and socially. I mean, she just knew how to work the game. I think Jemmy's going to be like, I think as long as she doesn't come in last place in a challenge, I think Jemmy's going to the final. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, with the with the cast, I feel like she's supposed to do well. Lots of these women and men like Jemmy for entertainment purposes or just because they like her. And I ranked her low just because I don't see her winning. <laughs> I just don't. I feel like she could have had a shot season one if she would have been able to eat quicker and get some better partners. I don't know. It, it all comes down to the final, which we, of course, have no clue what that's like. And she has to make it there, too. So love her confessionals. I'll ride out on that. But uh, she's not high up there for me. The reason I put her so high up is because when I was ranking people, I wasn't wasn't necessarily ranking them on, like, who I thought would win. Mm-hmm. I was basing True. mine on, like, entertainment value. And, like, Shami always brings entertainment. I've never said the name Gianna in any other any other way than that since that aired and I know people named Jenna I know two of them and every time I try to say I'm like just Jen I'll just call you Jen I agreed with Luke like that that was part of why I ranked her 12th because like I I feel confident in her ability to make it to the final but I don't think she's gonna win and because I know that for a fact it's like almost not interesting I look I look at this cast and She's probably John A's number one girl. She's probably Kayla's number one girl. She's probably Veronica's number one girl. And from that in itself, she gets Tina because she gets Veronica. Jo- uh, Naya doesn't really know many people on this cast, so she's going to go to Jemmy. 
she's really good with Darrell. She's really good with the yes. Uh, there's a lot of people on here who really like Jemmy. And because of that, like, I hilariously, like, the worst thing that could happen to her is her getting in power and then maybe upsetting a friend. Like, that's legitimately, like, she has almost too many allies. Like, that's maybe the best problem you could have. It'd be smart for her not to win Bailey's. Yeah, that's that's part of a social game, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And she's it's, good at that. Like the, me saying that she I don't think she can win a final. Jimmy's Jimmy should be studied years down the line how she this this girl. Listen, this is going to sound horrible, but this girl with kind of a grading voice and like, you know, talks pretty badly about people behind their backs and even to their faces can still like, you know, have these solid relationships and people understand and know that it's part of her and she doesn't mean malice by it. Like she's got such an interesting social game. Her voice is grating. I'm sorry, Nikki. Was that Southern versus Southern? Like, is that, is that like a thing? Like I, I don't, I hate the Quebecois accent. Is that? <laughs> maybe so. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe this is self-hate. I don't know. Well, no, Luke is Southern. She's deep Southern. You know, I, I'm Spanish. I don't like the Castilian Spanish that they speak in Spain. So well, that was and, that was my question though. It sounds like hate. I don't know because I love Jimmy. Because I is. just well, okay, fine then. <laughs> it's hate, but like I think people should like it's it's so interesting how she has this persona that typically people would not like, and some people don't fan wise, but like on the show, people typically like and gravitate towards Jimmy. Yeah, She's I wasn't re- saying yeah. it's hate. Like I don't know. That feels like a strong word. She's really strong at playing for herself. And like I think that's the thing a lot of other people need to like learn how to do more. Um, there was like a moment on uh, Vendetta's where she where she disliked Johnny Bananas and she could choose to save uh, him or Joss to go into elimination. And she saved Johnny Bananas because she realized like, you know what? He's not going to affect my game in any way. He's not, he's going to stay out of my way. So she angered, you know, Devin and Shane and all these people. And she's like, well, they're going to have the votes. They're going to keep me safe as long as they don't rock the boat. And then the only reason she got taken out of that season was because she lost a purge. She like, yeah, I mean, she hasn't been vote. She hasn't been voted into elimination, like only like maybe twice in her challenge career, which is like crazy to think about. Um, So yeah, as long as she doesn't come in last place, which is something she's done a decent amount. (laughs) She's, she, she, she should go to the final. Uh, like a decent amount, like she's not she's got in pur- last place. No, like or- she's 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 been purged multiple times. She's come in last place in like multiple seasons that sent okay. her into elimination. Okay. Uh, so you know her daily challenge history isn't great. So really, the goal is don't come in last place. <laughs> Just don't do that. Should always be the goal. <laughs> I don't understand. Like what made me so mad about the last season, the main one. I'm not even going to go through that whole title because I'll need to drink some water after. Um, was that it seemed like people weren't playing for money. <laughs> they were just like, no, I have to be like true to my friends. Like, that's that's my friend. I, I have to help them. My friends want me to win a million dollars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jimmy has the right yeah. Next up, uh, the person we're 10th most excited to see on the female side it is Miss Kellyanne Judd from the Real World Sydney. And I'm going to call her a champion as well because she would tie for John A in first place among females on All-Stars 1. Nikki had her ranked 8th. Luke had her ranked 11th. I had her ranked 5th. 
I feel like typically I would have ranked her higher, but I don't know what I was doing when I made this ranking. So sorry. Um, I like Kellyanne as a competitor. She's like, she's still cracked, but not in the cracked that she was on the main show when she appeared, but she's also just like, not here for the BS. Like I know I'm a good competitor. I'm going to do yoga all day with Kendall. I'm going to give weird looks at people and I'm going to talk behind their back, but I'm here to play this game and I can do it well. And she knows that. So I like that. So I'm questioning why I put her 11th because I am excited to see her because honestly, when I looked at this cast, Kellyanne might be the strongest woman because she gave a killer final performance on season one. I mean, she did finish. She tied with John A, but she finished before John A had finished and Kellyanne's still in great shape. I saw a picture the other day of her back and her back muscles are just like killer. So 11th, I don't know what I was doing. Sorry. I, I love that, like, last All-Star season, like, Kellyanne is still very young, but for some reason she was, like, dressing, like, like a recent divorcee, where she's, like, <laughs> I, I, it was just, like, I, I didn't understand it. I was, like, you're such a fun, lively person. Why? Like, there was just a weird cognitive dissonance between her confessionals, who she is as a person, who she is as a competitor. I love Kellyanne. I think she's one of my favorite reality TV characters ever. Um She's younger than most of the people on the main show. Yeah, I think she's the same age as Sylvia. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I love Kellyanne. She is cracked. And, like, literally since day one of her challenge career, she's been not, like, she has, she's not a good competitor. She's a great player. Uh, like, Evelyn always had the highest regard for her. And, like, Evelyn is, like, the goat of the challenge. So if she thinks that, like, Kellyanne is good, I mean, she's really damn good. Um, she had metal poisoning for two years before Challenge All-Stars won that, like, had her on bed rest before she did the season and now she's like better and healed up and now she's trained. So you have to think she's a big threat cause she's good with puzzles. She's good with cardio. She's good at like, you know, she has good balance. Her one issue is that she weighs like a hundred pounds. And like, if people was like, if you throw her into a size based elimination, someone could sit on her. <laughs> That's Not quite true. sure what that elimination is, but <laughs> I get it though. Like if it's like pole wrestle, like well, let me stop. Balls in, <laughs> pole wrestle, balls in, hall brawl, anything like that. Like the backpack type elimination. Like she could lose to an Put inferior. Put Sylvia competitor. up against Kellyanne in a backpack oh. elimination, and it's over. I mean, on Rivals Three, they had that blindfolded soccer elimination where she faced Nani, and she's like, "Oh, Nani's just treating me like a little kid. She just, she's just hurling me around." Uh, we saw what happened in that scenario. Um, that That's really her only weakness, but she's really good in daily challenges. She's just across the board strong, and she has good relationships with uh, Nehemiah, her ex, Wes. Um, <laughs> and all the guys will see her as someone they want to run the final with, which is a big advantage for her. Interesting detail is that she had a little trisk with Brad a few, like four years ago. I don't know if people remember this, but they called it out on the brain candy podcast because apparently brad and kellyanne had a virtual like relationship where they were calling each other soulmates or something and then it was a big deal on twitter Susie, sarah tori brad and kellyanne were all getting into it and they were going to go on vendettas and have a honeymoon type thing you guys are shocked i this is the thing that happened i was i was at school shook it yeah i was i was at i was at my college library and i got there early to do homework i didn't do any homework i was just there for hours just like watching all the twitter drama uh 
And then Kellyanne was an alternate on Vendettas. And then Brad hooked up with Brittany Thornton in 91. And life just moved on from that moment completely. We, as a fandom, lost that day. <laughs> because I did not know this. Would have loved to have known that. Would have loved for Brittany to still have been on, him still hook up with her night one, and then Kellyanne and Brittany just fight. So move her up my list, okay? <laughs> I don't want Brittany to get more If she gives time. Brad his crazy eyes right back at him, I'm standing. Well, no, I'm not, but I'll consider it. It's really interesting, too, because, like, uh, Brad is not on good terms with Kendall because she's best. Kendall's best friends with Tori, and Kellyanne and Kendall are best friends. Or you, you, everyone could have multiple best friends. Everyone yeah. can have multiple pretty best friends. That's a thing. Uh, I sure do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's pretty interesting to all throw in there. That's <laughs> okay. Why I didn't we got our <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't either. I was just like, oh, okay, Kellyanne's coming back. What a weird taste in men. <laughs> A lucky charms guy someone whose eyes are popping out of their head what dario ha- dario very handsome man very good guy yeah but boring oh okay well all right dario boring. king of the challenge <laughs> yeah i mean like i i loved <laughs> or rafi king of the challenge i like how we we keep getting sidetracked on people who are infinitely more boring than our actual cast. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. Uh, next up at 11th, we have Miss Kendall Darnell, Kendall Shepard from Road Rules Campus Crawl, one-time champion. She's been on both All-Star seasons. Uh, really stole the show on All-Stars 1 where she won the mini-finals. She won a bunch of eliminations, proved herself physically as a competitor. All-Stars 2 is coasting right on by. Then a positive COVID test where they tried to tell us it was a rib injury takes her out of the game um yeah we have a ranked 11th um nikki had her at ninth luke had her at 12th i had her at ninth and i think what it comes down to is we know kendall's a beast we would like to see her win we'd like to see her do well but we've seen her three seasons now and you know that's what it comes down to yeah and i feel bad saying this now that like we recently found out she's had like recent health complications but like the reason i ranked her last is because I really like Kendall. I think she is great. People that have met her at Challenge Mania events, I feel like you have, Alan. Yeah. Like, have said that she's phenomenal. Like, she is the best. Like, she just has good energy, which I believe. But on the show, it just seems like she's so anxious. And, like, everything just really gets to her at her core, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it makes me uncomfortable as a viewer to see that. Because, like, I want to just reach out and be like, Kendall, say something. Do something. Like, get out of your head. Um, But I also think that, like, it's kind of cool to see that on TV because that's real life. Um, but I've seen it the past two seasons, and I'm not quite sure she's going to bring something different to season three. However, I am glad she's getting a redemption from last season where the COVID test took her out because she could have won last season. But that it, that's also why I, I ranked her where she is. It's like the thing that I'm annoyed at with the main season is like the oversaturation of the same people. Like, this isn't it's not a, it's not a scripted series. I don't need to keep seeing the same characters all the time. Mm-hmm. But and I, I think, hope she gets some sort of redemption arc. Yeah. And, like, to that point, I go back and forth about, like, the same characters. That is part of the challenge. But, like, three in a row, especially on a spinoff where this is, like, let's just consider it its own show. 
three in a row is pretty intense. That's why I ranked John A lower than I kind of wanted to, just because I get it. I know your story. I'm not sure what new is going to be brought to the table. I, and I could be wrong. Hope I am. But yeah, I so agree. Exactly. And I, we would all love to see her win because she's come really, she's had really impressive performances and she's gone out in really weird ways. Like, I just want to see her, like, if anything, I just want to see her lose in a normal way. If it, like, I just want closure on like one of K- on Kendall's seasons. Cause I don't think we've gotten that just yet. I want to see her compete in a final or just like lose straight up. Um, yeah. I love her though. Like I, as Luke said, like I met her at challenge mania. And one of the funniest things is like someone took a photo, like posted a photo they had, they took with me at the event and Kendall commented under that, like, oh, my God, you had a photo with Alan Aguirre? It's like. <laughs> That's your last name? It's like, it's, it's Aguirre. Okay, okay. Gotcha. But, uh, I'm not even going to say. I thought it was, yeah, Aguirre. Yeah, exactly. So you yeah, can call that's me what Alan I've Aguirre. been saying. Yeah, you can call me Alan Aguirre. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's what she commented. That's also how I imagine, like, what white people just call me as well, like, you know. <laughs> but, like, she posted that. Alan Aguirre. Yeah, she posted that, and I was like, oh, my God, my heart's so warmed by, like, just, like, like her commenting that was almost more special than actually having a photo with her. <laughs> yeah, I think she's so kind. Yeah. I, I love little fandom moments like that. Yeah. Sorry, I had Arissa Cox from Big Brother Canada, like, reply to one of my tweets because we follow each other. And it was, like, the most, like, Canadian thing. There's, like, a streetcar. Like, I won't like babble on too much about it but there's like a streetcar that goes really slow in toronto and i was just like oh it like only brings me rage to be on here and she was like yep that's for sure and i was like not a risk of cox i love that 12th which i'm sorry to the person who came in 12th because i genuinely love this person uh, it is Miss Melinda Collins, Miss Melinda Stolp from the Real World Austin, uh, second place finisher of All Stars Two. Nikki had her twelfth, Luke had her tenth, I had her eleventh. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> I don't know how this happened. I think Melinda, like when it comes to like a pure personality, is one of the most likable people in reality TV history. She's gorgeous, she's fun, she's charismatic, and last season she showed so much heart. It was it was so awesome to see because like. I, she, she had been historically one of the worst competitors in challenge history and then came out of nowhere like last season. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I think I know why I put her so low because I have the same thought. I really enjoyed her last season. Like Zoe hates Melinda, but last season she's like, I love Melinda. She's so badass. But I think putting her in the mix with all these other women who just have huge personalities who were more excited to see Melinda just can't jump over that. Now, if she's the same way she was last season, like she'll be right up there and we can't forget she's there with Wes, Nehemiah, which brings in Sylvia and others. So she can probably coast a little bit too, but as far as like excitement, mm, she's mm. fun though. She's hella, like, she's just incredibly fun. Like I think she's just so likable and she vibes so well. And she has that accent that's just like so adorable. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. She's I love, beautiful. I love her so much. Uh, like, like this My entire God. female cast list is beautiful. Yes. She's never she'd never been to a mm-hmm. final. She sprains her ankle, gets lost, and they still win part one. That was like ninety-five percent of the final. Like she and Nehemiah got robbed last season. And like I don't know if she could follow that up. And I think that's part of why I ranked her low. It was almost like last season was so perfect. And also it just cements the fact that Danny Jameson is like probably the worst challenger ever, looking at how well he like how well she did. It's like, dude. She was like the all-time gem of like the century, and you just dragged her down like crazy. She's amazing. 
love her, even though she's 12. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, this is the person we ranked 12th we're most excited to see, and we're glowing for them. Yes, I was just about to say that. That is a good cast. Like, the person, we're still excited to see her. So, it's, I'm happy. There was no one on this list where, like, I knew that if I didn't like someone on the list, I was just going to, like, when Ellen was like, yeah, rank them, I was like, I'm not ranking this person because I'm just not excited at all. I'm I'm genuinely really excited about this cast. Like, when it was first, like, when it was announced, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to wrap it back in order, we had Naya first, Kayla second, Veronica third, John A fourth, Sylvia fifth, Tina sixth, Cynthia seventh, Roni 8th, Jemmy 9th, Kellyanne 10th, Kendall 11th, and Melinda 12th. Stat cast top to bottom. Uh, please stay tuned as we're about to go into part two where we're going to break down the male cast. Oh boy. I'm going to have some opinions. 